and welcome back to Pod Me Alex. Ah, I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're like past the point of delirium. We're at exhaustion, like like level imminent, like red alert, red alert. Gonna fall asleep during this podcast, but only staying alive because of hot tea and Gatorade. I mean, I'm so tired, but like for real, let me tell you the last few days because. Wednesday night, I got not not in bed like super late, but like later than I normally do. Well, it's your trivia night, and, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, it's my trivia night Thursday morning. So my friend Clayton and Tyler, his <clears throat> daughter, plays basketball for Winsboro. Oh, that's right! I totally forgot you did and all so, that. So this is my last few days. So Winsboro, they made the state tournament, um, which is now in San Antonio, five hour drive from Tyler. Yeah. Um, the one time that I didn't like uh, be a control freak on the planning of which a trip, which you know, by the I, way, proven I'm that ex- I should just stick with my stick to my guns because <laughs> um, you know, and just be a control freak all the time. Yeah. Because he said the game was at one thirty, so I didn't I didn't question that. I was gonna say I was really proud of you for not taking control and like. But you probably should have known well, that I mean, we know this. Epic, yeah, Epic Dell where we ate and everything. Oh, okay. And that all was great. But anyway, so I was like, all right, so we need to leave at like 6 a.m. to have plenty of time to like get there, um, yeah. you know, with stops and have time to at least like have a quick lunch before the game at 1.30. Literally like as soon as we get on the loop in Tyler, I go to look it up because I'm thinking they mm-hmm. probably have a clear bag policy and I look at the schedule of the day and the game's at 3.00. Like, <laughs> we could have gotten like an hour and a half extra sleep before we got up and set out on this journey, but whatever. So we did have just extra time to like chill and have drinks and eat lunch. And then he had never seen the Alamo before. So we walked over to the Alamo. So that was fun. Um, and then they lost, unfortunately, but anyway, um, so then on the way back, we stopped and ate dinner. And so, oh my gosh, we didn't get back to Tyler till 2 a.m. Thursday morning. Mm-mm-mm. So the night before, what? I probably only got like six hours of sleep. Thursday night, only got like six hours of sleep. Um, then Friday Jesus. night, I come to NAC and I get like seven hours of sleep. And I get up this morning at 530 to run six miles before we start this whole day. Um, so, yeah, I'm tired. Like, it's, uh, yeah, it's been a day. And uh, I'm tired because huh, when did it start? Thursday night after trip after my trivia, my trivia night is on Thursday nights. Um, got home, just, you know, I plan on going into work the next day. So I didn't go out and do anything crazy, even though like it's pretty much our spring break on Friday, like beginning Friday. Got home, just relaxing, hanging out. Um, that's the night I watched the ACU game. So I was just sitting at home watching the game, just catching up, making my notes. And I just started feeling like absolute like dog shit. Like, my stomach was hurting. Like, I just got so sick. And I just didn't know why. Just came on all of a sudden. And then that night, like, oh, God, I threw up a couple times. Like, it was just bad. I was like, oh, my God, this is not what I needed. And so I didn't even go to work the next day. I stayed home, and I finished my grading and stuff at home and submitted all my stuff from home. I was like, there's no way I can even, like, move. Like, I'm dead on this couch. Dead. And I literally slept, like, 95% of the day slept and drank Gatorade. It was rough. I'd, I hadn't been that like sick, sick in a while. And just like a few weeks before I was sick with like allergies bad. So I'm like, I need 2020 to stop kicking me in my yeah. ass just real quick. Uh, but anyway, I know I'm break, seriously like God bless America. And so I'm feeling better today, obviously. And you know, I was planning not on hundred percent. No, 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 no. I was planning on going hard at tailgate, but that didn't happen. I went hard on my Gatorade at tailgate. Like we just need one tailgate where we can both go hard. Oh, really? I guess we got to wait till the next season. Yeah, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. It's okay. Um, but anyway, so speaking of tailgate, we did have tailgate again today. It wasn't like an official tailgate with alumni association, but we did have a really nice turnout. Um, shout out to the Kennedys. For yes. Oh my God. Under the sun, everything. the Kennedys and their, and their lake crew, when they tailgate, they tailgate, they tailgate hard too. And they, they, they go all out. I mean, tables, chairs, tents, big ass smoker pit grill thing. 
I mean, games, music, I, I, never in my life. I'm everything, everything, yeah. everything you could ever think of. They had in their tailgate. You need a water? We got a water. You want to play Jumbo Jenga? We got Jumbo Jenga. You want to, I don't know, take a bite of delicious steak? We got steak. I mean, they had everything out there today. And I'm just like, why more people don't come and join us? I don't know. But we had Dennis out there today. Yes. So I'll give I got, a little shout out to, to them. I got to meet two of our followers. Finally. We talked about finally. last weekend. Alex got to meet Ron. I got to meet him and his wife today. Awesome. Love Ron. Love Ron. Uh, I got to meet Dennis today, mm -hmm. which he had his own little crew and they brought a tailgate to he did. and set up. Little, little four or five man crew over there. And then of course, Lumberjack fans, Matt Atkins and like Sean Clinch and Josh and a few other people um, came as well. I mean, it was just, we had a great little pregame tailgate. It was really fun. Um, and along with that, also, we were all the whole day just talking about how proud we were and how excited we were to watch the seniors play tonight because it was senior night and how much we're going to miss them. You know, obviously, we're not done yet, but it was their final game at the Coliseum. And so it was just it was like an emotional day, which I totally tried to not think about during. Oh, me neither. Because I feel like I would have been sobbing. Yeah, but not until they actually like came off the court for the last time and got pulled out of the game for the last time. And they all started like crying as they were hugging down the, down the row of players. I lost my life. Oh gosh. I Nate, was gone. Nate immediately lost it. Oh, but I, there's something that when I see a dude crying, I cannot help but cry with them. I don't even know what they're crying about. It, they could be crying about something completely ridiculous and irrelevant. And I see them crying. I'm like, <laughs> I just start losing it myself. Oh. So when I see a guy cry, I'm like, I cry too inside so when John came off he was getting emotional I started getting emotional Kevon came off he started getting emotional when he was hugging everybody I got emotional and then freaking Nate came off and he was blubbering so I was just like trying to like keep it strong I'm like no must keep it together and then they three those three Nate Kevon and and uh Johnny all got towards the end of the damn bench and they all were like grouped up and hugging each other for a solid two or three minutes. Yeah. I, that was sad. Oh my God. I'm going to cry again. <laughs> okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. So anyway, then we went through, obviously we won the game, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then, and then afterwards we had our little senior day, um, presentations and stuff where they got their jersey framed and they got all the fun stuff that goes with senior day and all three of them said a little something to the crowd and again yet we got emotional again because god bless america <sighs> and then nate you rat proposes to wow. his freaking girlfriend what a turn of events <laughs> it goes from ex from sadness to like elation i was like Ah! what and a I, night and i still gotta like go watch the video because of course we were like pretty blocked where we were from being able to actually see yeah it. thank god we have those big ass screens otherwise yeah. we would have missed the whole damn thing it was super cute oh my god and sports illustrated did tweet it but of course they called us sf austin which like totally negates even tweeting about us just ridiculous i don't understand super annoying one of these days one of these days we I, we will never be called SF Austin again. One of these days, but today is not that day. Yeah, and even, tomorrow even won't after, be it either. Even after being Duke, it's not that day, which is really frustrating. I just don't understand what. Well, what do we need to do? I don't understand. Final Four bid, like national championship. I mean, I don't even know if they'd get it right then. So. Rank us, bitch. I mean, I we've been—we've even been ranked in the top twenty-five this season. In top twenty-five, like eight people. I don't know that it was AP, but it was one of the top twenty-fives. Remember, maybe mid-major. Mm -mm. We were ranked number seventeen like a few weeks ago. I don't know if it was top AP then, because we've we've never been seventeen in top AP. Yeah, I'm not saying it was AP, but it was a top 25 poll. Oh. Might have been like CBS or one of the networks. Oh, I, yeah. I was like, I don't remember us being above where we were at 28 in any poll, major poll. 
unless it was the mid-major poll. No, that was the only thing. Yeah, okay. Okay. Anyway, so that was all basketball and non-basketball related things. So let us go in and talking about CBS Sports. Okay, CBS Sports. They had us at 17. Mm-hmm. Really? I don't know. Yeah, it was, a, it was a few weeks ago. Wait, sent it to I probably account. saw that. I just don't remember. I, there's so many things that have happened between now and then. I don't know where the hell everything goes. I don't even. Oh. Oh. Oh, but they also listed us as as a Boston. Oh, trash. Well, wait, scroll back up. Scroll back up. Maybe I did see this. Scroll. What is the, what is the, what is the title of this? College basketball power rankings. Kentucky jumps to number eight and Duke stays. Okay. That, 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 those are his power rankings. Okay. All right. That's just one dude's power rankings. Yeah. But I know, I know what you meant. I know what you meant. But yeah, it's just it's some, some random guy. It's not like a coach's, po- like a vote. Yeah. Power ranking one. Yeah. That's. Just a, I mean, it's cool. It's just, yeah, it's not necessarily 100% the same, but no, it's still very much appreciated. Okay, so season background info for the Sam Houston game. First off, overall coming into this game, they're 18 and 12, and conference they're 11 and 8, 11 and 10, 11 and 9 now. Sucker! I mean, yeah, 11 and 11 and 9 now. I can't do math. Um, they took Big L's to Mississippi State. San Francisco, but they also won versus La Tech and Rice. So they have a few decent wins under their belt, I guess. Nothing like Duke. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing major. Nothing major like that. Um, they had wins in conference versus Northwestern, UNO, McNeese, CELA, Times Two, Lamar, HBU, Times Two, ACU, Anum Corpus Christi, UCA. Also had L's. From UCA, Nichols times to us both times. Um, UIW, which is just weird. Yeah. UIW is like one of the worst in the league, and you lost to them. The shit. Anyway. Oh, we lost to Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. I know, but they're, they're pretty but, far down there. But uh, UIW is um, not as good either, though. Okay, anyway. I agree, but yes. But did they lose to them twice or one time? I think they only played once. Oh, okay. Thank God. Uh, Lamar, ACU, and Texan Corpus Christi. Okay, so let's move into the notes. Go ahead. All right, so going into the game, uh, we were 27-3 overall, 18-1 in conference. Um, obviously, we won 68-57. So now standings. make sure that the standings are all updated. They should be. Earlier when I checked it, a few of them were not. but They should be. I mean, I just refreshed it. Okay. So – yeah, so we're obviously nineteen and one now, ten and zero away, nine and one at home, twenty eight and three overall, win streak fifteen, just destroying everyone at the moment. Um, Nichols at the moment is second, but they're also tied with Abilene Christian. So I, I okay, looking at the, okay, this is what makes my head hurt because looking at. And this is where someone way smarter than me has to get has to break this shit down, because are you do you have this in front of you? Well, I think it just comes down to. But there's like, like eighteen what? different rules when it comes to ties in the Southland Conference. It's so stupid. I think the first one should be when like if they which one of them beat the other one when they played each other. Yeah, so we need to look at. But then it also goes back to them. if they played each other one time or if they played each other twice. So if they've only, right. So if they've only played each other one time, then it goes to something else. Like then it goes like to second, like a different rule, a different tiebreaker rule. It's ridiculous. Anyway. So Nichols and Abilene Christian are both tied at 15 and five. Sam Houston state and Northwestern are both tied at 11 and nine. And then Lamar McNeese and AM Corpus Christi are all tied at 10 and 10. So who would like to do this math for me and figure out who the hell is what seed go for it. So those are your top eight. Those are your top eight. Technically. But there's a bunch of ties. Right. Well, I mean, those will be the eight. Those will be the eight that go, but like to no seating. Right. I just, here's the thing. We're not going to talk too much about seating or about brackets or anything tonight. We're going to have a a pre-Katie podcast for most likely on Thursday um, with our, with obviously ourselves and a special guest commentator about mid-majors and. Oh, well, spoiler alert. The tournament seeds are finalized. Okay, well, we're not going to spoil it right so, now. Yeah. Okay, so we we'll, we'll talk, talk about that on Thursday. There. Okay, cool. We'll talk about it on Thursday, though. 
Uh, but anyway, so teams that are missing out this year are Central Arkansas, UIW, NOLA, Southeastern Louisiana, and HBU. Sorry about you. Maybe next year. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to lose my freaking voice. Okay. So moving on to our stats. All you. All right, Sean Kennedy. Here are your stats for tonight. Uh, field goal percentage, 43.4. Meh. Uh, three-point <laughs> percentage, 25%. What? A little lower than kind of what we normally get. Um, oh, God. Again, with the free throw percentage, 60. I don't, Not please. I don't even want to talk Not about okay it. Not okay with that. I don't like, that's talk about a it. little unsettling. I don't want to talk about it. Um, points in the paint, we, I'm happy, 38. Uh, points off turnovers. Also mm-hmm. fairly pleased with 28. Um, second chance points and fast break points both. We got 18. Mm-hmm. Um, and each we had 20 oh, bench God. points. Um, so total rebounds, we had 41. Uh, Gavin had 10 of those. Um, so major rebounding there. Uh, offensive boards, we had 13. Defensive boards, we had 28. Um Fouls, we had 22. Um, let's see how many fouls they had because they had 23. 20 th- yeah. Okay. Um, get to that in my grievances. Um, yeah, no shit. So we had 20 <clears throat> turnovers, which I'm not super happy about, but we did force 25. We had 13 steals, which I feel like is pretty good. And we had seven blocks, mm-hmm. which I feel like is pretty good. Um, of course, Tonight, senior night, so the Pilgrims Pride Players of the Gamer are three seniors. Uh, so we had Kevon with eight points, two rebounds, one assist, two steals. Uh, Johnny had eight points, two rebounds, one assist, five steals. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate had two points, six rebounds, one assist, three blocks, and one steal. So one and everything. Um, but I do also have to mention Gavin because he had a double-double. So he had 17 points, 10 okay. rebounds, one assist, one steal. Um Pretty awesome. Um, I just can't right now. Sorry. I'm just looking at the bracket. I'm not going to give anything away, but I'm laughing. I know, but I'm laughing. I'm laughing at the bracket, but we'll talk about it on Thursday. I just cannot continue. Um, So my feats of strength, uh, man, we, it was, this was just like a dunk fest game. I mean, it really was like, we just had so many dunks. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Cam had a super great dunk. Um, the beginning, I feel like Cam and Johnny were both taking it super hard. Um, and, you know, into the lane. Uh, Nate had a major block. Um, Calvin, had a, Calvin had a major dunk. Um, Kevon, uh, just there was one possession where I swear he had the biggest hustle ever like mm-hmm. tried to go for a still and like the other guy was just bringing it down the court and so i mean he just ran as hard as he could and kind of got in the way and knocked it out of bounds um calvin was really fighting in there tonight so i was really really pleased with that um nate had a great dunk he had a great steal on an and one um literally again tonight we were just Kind of slow the first half. Um, so we're only up by one at halftime. Um, but we came back in the second half and made an 18 and 0 run. I was oh. so thrilled. Just, I mean, Jason Hooten was about to like Jason Hooten. Jason Hooten. I. <laughs> the 18 and 0 run had him not pleased. Um, I will always and forever make fun of this man because he uh-huh. goes. He makes it so simple. He goes berserk over the smallest things. I get it. Your head coach, be animated, whatever, friend. But this man, he done lost his jacket within like five minutes of the game started. No, Keller didn't even lose his jacket tonight. No. Shocked. And there was way more things I feel like we should have lost our jacket over more than anything. You know? Um, Um, Yeah. yeah, Jesus. Uh, I don't even know. Rotti had a sick... Oh, he murdered, murked him and Nate both murked total. But Rotis was oh my god. was Rotis was great. I, I think there's a really great video of that out there too. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, apparently, it's coming, so we'll, yeah. we'll see it later. <laughs> uh, so they also did announce. Um, 
at the end when they were doing the senior recognition that Johnny is all time top 10 in steals for SFA. Boy. Boy, Johnny. Like dad was like there for a while. Like John, Johnny was the one who kept us in it because he had a hand on everything. Oh, everything. When Johnny's in, Jesus God, I swear. Um, and then, yeah, I guess, like, just my last... He's all over the place. My last nice point was just, um, you know, the senior ceremony and, obviously, the proposal. Super excited mm. um, for them. And then afterwards, mm-hmm. you know, getting to watch everyone cut down the nets. and Oh, that's the best part, though. Around on the court and the confetti and take pictures mm-hmm. with everyone. And, mm-hmm. you know, we got to get hugs and pictures with a bunch of our favorites and got to see uh, David's dad, Bob. Again. Bob! Bob with the non-purple shirt. I yeah. Bob, uh, you gotta get your dad hooked up with a purple shirt for uh, for Katie if he's gonna come. And Bob, listen, I, I mean, and if you know me, you know me. I'll call out anybody that does not wear a purple shirt. Yeah. I mean, I will call out my best friend if they're not wearing a purple we shirt. We still love you. We oh, for sure. Need, Bob, we just need you in purple. Bob. Yeah. Um, I mean, got, even white. Yeah. We got to meet. <laughs> we got to meet Nate. Uh, Nate. Nate. So I'm, this is how tired I am. We got to meet David's. Twin Matt. Hello, Matt. Hey, Matt. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Um, no, but it was funny because I guess I neglected at whatever point to enlighten Shakia that. Oh, David that David had a twin. twin. Yeah, that was and really funny. Was that was like, really funny. Oh my god, David's brother looks so much like him. Like I thought, how did he already go in the locker room so quick and change? Yeah, she thought that 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 <laughs> that Matt was David and that David already went into the locker room to change into his street clothes. And I was like, yeah, no, that's his brother. That's his twin. And I'm like, well, they're twins. And she's like, okay, did not know that. Oh my God. Which that's our bad for (laughs) explaining the fact that David had a twin. I mean, shit. I can see the confusion though. Oh, for sure. If I didn't know that and I just walked up like, why'd you change already? The fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Like we're not done celebrating. When did you have time to go change and shower? Like what? No, so but that was pretty funny. Um, I didn't take a lot of notes because, to be honest, I just wasn't paying attention to my phone that much to take notes. Um, but the things I did write when it comes to feats of strength were Key and Rati having some good threes. Um, Rati was three for three on three-pointers tonight. Um, and Kivon was one for five. But definitely Rati was killing it with his threes. Three for three is just fantastic. Um and then Gavin had some clutch free throws in there as well. Gavin was seven for 11. So it's not, that's not bad at all. And, um, or that's field goals. I'm sorry. He was three for three with his free throws. So perfect. Perfect. He was the only player that was perfect on free throws tonight was Gavin. So um, everyone else just, is, you know, struggling with the free throws. Um, get with it here, boys. Um, Key had some good clutch free throws at the end as well. And yeah, just everything. Like I said, I didn't take that many notes on my phone. I probably have like literally five notes. Um, I really didn't. I did not do well with notes today. But the major, just big note, and Jacqueline already talked about it, was the whole post game thing. That was just the best part of the whole day. Obviously, winning, yes, important. But I mean, we honestly didn't have to win today. If if we didn't win, it wasn't going to be like the worst thing in the world. Obviously, yes. Do I want to beat Sam? Absolutely. Do I want to drive them into the ground? Yes. Do I want them to drive back to Huntsville sad and crying in their little bear cat tear pillows? Yes, I do. But if I would have rather us been healthy and like taken the L then you know what I mean? Like like, we didn't, we were still going to be number one seed. We were still going to be having the two game buy, a double buy on the end of the tournament. So it wasn't like a do or die win. Yeah. But Getting the win is still important and still good for morale and good for the seniors to leave yeah, on a happy note. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, I'm happy about that. But what I'm really excited about was that they were all able to celebrate together on our own court with the trophy, cut down the net, um, you know, take pictures, get the confetti, get the pic- get all the pictures with their family and friends and the senior night stuff. Like, that's the stuff that you remember forever is yeah. like that kind of camaraderie and, you know, all of them getting their matching hats and their matching shirts and, you know, playing with the kids with the confetti at the end of the, you know, like Calvin was on the yeah. ground at one point, like playing with kids yeah. with confetti and doing like, you know, doing like star snow angel confetti thingies, yeah. you know? So it was just the small stuff like that where you just 
those are the memories that you take with you. Because I remember, I could, you know, I remember doing that whenever Thomas was here and whenever, you know, Sam, you know, Samuel Parker, Jake, Samuel Parker, who called him that? Jacob Parker was here and, you know, doing that down in Katy and doing that at, in, at SFA. And so it's just good to get into that, you know, back into that winning yeah. kind of mentality again. I know we had a, you know, had a off season last season, but we're back, baby. We're back on yeah. top where we belong and where we're going to stay and watch out. Cause even though, yes, Katie's coming up this next coming up this weekend and we'll talk about Katie on Thursday, but all I have to say is I'm ready, but I'm not ready. Like mentally. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we'll move on. Okay, so we will come back and do our airing agreements and some announcements and stuff about what's coming up with the Katie game. Not necessarily the back brackets and stuff, like I said, but we're going to talk about things that are happening. Events. Events that are happening that you should, should 1,000% come to. So stick around. Don't leave. We'll be right back. Yo, we back. We back, fam. It is time for, we are so tired. (laughs) That's what it's time for. No, it's time for the segment that you love to hate and you hate to love. The, oh, my bad. My my shit's on mute. Okay, there we go. (laughs) I told you we're tired. Leave us alone. With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. There we go. A lot of problems. Damn. Um, Starting with. (laughs) The first one is, if you try to watch this game on ESPN, we are Steph at Boston. (laughs) So now we have, listen, they're adding a few letters at a time. So. Hey, it's baby steps. In the next five years, they'll add the extra E and N on It's baby steps. And we can be Steven And the best part is, is when, because Matt sent us the freaking screen grab. Shows. Plenty There's of plenty of room for an E. Plenty of room. Oh, e. my. Yeah. Plenty of room for the E. But we did upgrade from F. Austin to Steph F. Austin. Baby steps. Steph. Baby steps. Um, so I'm going to make this part quick because, again, I don't I don't like to complain on their refs too much. But, like. Oh, but they can all here, kiss my ass, honestly. was my number one grievance with the referees tonight. So I feel like, on the one hand, they mm-hmm. were calling fouls on, like, tiny little stuff on us but really kind of both ways because here's the thing this is a rivalry game oh yeah it's one of those games where sam could be in dead ass last and we could be a number one and they are going to play us with every ounce of effort and every fiber of their being whatever talent and they did and they did they did tonight and they were playing very rough and tough very aggressive we were getting called fouls on tiny little things which then in turn makes makes you act out and play rough and tough back because you just can't catch a break. And when games like that get heated and it's not being maintained by the, by the officials, yeah, they weren't. that's when someone can get hurt and something can happen. And that is the number one thing as a daughter of an official that drives me insane. Because if you look it up and I looked it up and I have a screen grab just to like back myself up on what I'm trying to say. Always have sources you for your proof. <laughs> If you look at the NCAA officials handbook, like the referee's handbook, yes, literally the preface is a sportsmanship statement that says the primary goal of the rules is to maximize the safety of the student athlete. Okay, so their number one job is to try to control the game and maintain safety. And when I feel like they're not doing that, it just really irritates me. Well, they, cause um, they weren't, I mean, we saw that too, because even though it was partly the Sam Houston guy's fault, he did go in pretty hot, but at the same time, he probably wouldn't have went in hot if the, if the referees would have controlled the game a little bit more and he ended up getting hurt. He hurt his hand on that one play. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, so, I mean, what are you doing, man? It drives me nuts. The primary goal of the rules is to maximize the safety and enjoyment of the student athlete. Sportsmanship is a key part of that goal. Sportsmanship should be a core value and behavior of players and bench personnel and crowd control by game management and in the officials, proper enforcement of the rules governing related actions. Bam. Damn. I'm throwing down the gavel. There you go. Anyway, so that irritated me. Um, Two. 
cracking me up. So she that. had she had sources for her claims and her points. If you were in my class, I would have given you an A plus on that. It just you, I mean, listen, they're what really their primary job is to just keep it safe and control just, the game. It's not hard to control a game. Yeah, you know, I just don't. Now they don't, don't need to lay their that. dick down, but they need to control the game. You know, it's not thrilled with that. Okay, so we did not have a good start. They made two threes like right off the bat. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know why number one was like trying to tussle with Calvin at one point, but oh, I know. Oh, they were doing it the whole I time. Mean, Calvin was like not even not even giving giving him the time of day. Yeah, I mean I they were doing it on both sides. Of the, so, he was trying to do it on both sides of the ball. Like I was, um, I was watching number one the whole time, and he was a big old whiner. Big old whiner. They all are well. well that's yeah. Team. Number one's the least favorite on their team. Like he is number thirteen is a complete hole and shit sack too. Is, yeah. yeah. Um. So this was my literal verbatim. Sorry, Calvin, you got to shoot free throws. And I'm like, let's hope it's better than usual. Nope. Immediately missed the first one. <laughs> that was word um, for word what happened. We watched it. Hope it's better. Mm, nope. Just kidding. Yeah. I was like, nah. Um, we were hoping. But you did make one. So you were one of four. Um, so that's Ooh. a little bit better than normal. So you're like 25% instead of zero. Percent. Oh, good. Um, so moved up a little bit. Listen, I mean, every little bit counts. Um <laughs> Listen, Gavin. I'm just reading ahead. Ass this game, however, yeah, like there was one time that he just needed to take it up and not travel. Um, Gavin, yeah, but he is my advice every time that he he, needs to just take it up because he's bigger than almost everyone who guards him, yeah. Um, and he does it really well most of the time. So, look, if Mm. it's one time a game that I'm I'm grieving about it, it's not that bad, but he did um, turn on the heat. And just, yeah, um, towards, the, towards end, the end of the game, yeah. he was really, really sticking it to him in the paint. Yeah, I mean, the pip was outstanding, and that was mostly due to Gavin at the very end of the game. Um, so we talked about on the last podcast, David get I'm well, I'm so beyond delirium. Um, David did it again this game with the bounce passes in the blind. But I've also noticed it's not just David; a lot of them do it too. But David does it yeah. the most. David does it the most. But there's a few of them that do bounce passes. I don't mind bounce passes, but you can't give Gavin a bounce pass into the lane when there's like three people around. Him. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's yes. 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 Problem. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because there is there is a time and a place for a bounce pass. Yes. The lane ain't it. It is not it. <laughs> not when it Gavin doesn't it. have the most because secure if you hands do either. It at, like his knees, and there's like three people buzzing around him. They're just gonna scoop it right up. Um. Until Gavin has more of a solid handle on the ball, like his hands have gotten better throughout the season, but they're just yeah. not, they're still not where they should be. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's, it, yeah. whenever he gets a pass, I'm never like, yeah, I'm always like, yeah. you know, I'm never yeah. just like secured that he's gonna secure the ball. Right. Yeah. So bounce passes in the line. Do not do it on my watch, please. <laughs> Jack, do not. David, just stop. Cause she's going to tear you up every time. Stop. buddy. Um, I love you, David, but my next one. Oh, oh, Jesus God. Here we go. Do not shoot two three-pointers straight in a row. Literally the very next possession if you miss the first one. It cracked me like, up because... At least at least give me one possession before you just run back down there and try to air up another three. But it was funny because he did it on the, on the left wing first, and then he missed it, and then he moved to the right wing and tried it on the right wing, and he missed it there too. He missed it both sides. Both sides. Like... Give it one possession in between. I will say, time. we didn't write this down and we didn't say it in the first part unless you did and I missed it. No, I have it. I was going to go up like after that. You did res- redeem you did, yourself with yes, a steal. Yes, he did have a but steal. But that only redeems the first missed shot. Not the yeah, w- yeah, for sure. Um, he did have a good defensive steal and that was about it. But that redeems your first missed shot, not the second one. Yeah. You shouldn't have taken that one. At least at least one possession. Like, mm-hmm. But just don't go right down there and try it again before we even set up an offense. It wasn't even like the time was running out on the clock. Like, it just immediately. Bing. Why? Yeah. Um. So okay, they talked about the whole cylinder foul thing the last game, and it actually like for real happened this game. Where yeah. They, yeah. they called a foul on Gavin for pulling down a rebound, but the dude was one thousand percent in his cylinder and like in the way. Um, but then they went over and reviewed the tape, and they came back, and not only did they call it a cylinder foul on that dude, but they gave a flop warning. But here's my um, thing. Here's my thing. They've been flopping prior to that warning multiple times. They should have given that warning in the very beginning of that game because they had did it multiple times. Yeah. So that was a late 
Flop who was it who did? What team was it who did it so horribly at the beginning of the season? McNeese. I can't remember. McNeese did it a lot. Yes, yes. McNeese did it the whole game, and they got flopped warning, and then they got a T because of the flop. So they were warned, and then they kept and continued to do it. Yeah. Um, my last one. I really feel like number four should have gotten teed up because oh, he was talking at one point. They called a foul on him, and he was like bitching to the referee about it. I mean, he was chirping the ref back. And I'm not down with that. No, because... He had quite a little attitude. Here's my thing, and I said this to Jacqueline, and, and you agreed with me, is because, oh, heaven forbid, if that was Keevon, yeah. if that was Keevon that got a foul on him and 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 talked back to the ref saying, like, man, that's crap, like, da-da-da, man, I don't think so, they would have teed Keevon up immediately. <laughs> thrown him up, thrown that tee up quicker than a freaking anything. I mean, yeah. they would have teed him up so quick, my head would spin. But because it was, they just let it go. I'm telling you right now, I don't know what they have against Kevon, but anytime Kevon says anything, looks at the ref the wrong way, beep, team up, beep, team up. Yeah, it, w- it would have been a little different if it would have been us. Oh, of course. They would have, if, if anybody on our team, but Kevon mostly, I mean, they would have teed him up real quick. I mean, quicker than Bob's your uncle, like real fast. But because yeah. number four didn't have a number four, as in like Kevon, Kevon's number four. Anyway, yeah, I was a little confused. But anyway, I don't know. Where, I don't know where I was going with that. But I'm saying because it number four, if number that. four didn't have, if had a K in front of his name for Kevon, you know what I mean? Yeah, whatever. Piss me off. Piss me the fuck off. Me too. And plus, it happened right in front of us, so I was yeah. more pissed. Like it was so obvious. Like I could see his face and his lips moving, and him bitching at the ref for the call. Yeah. Continue. That's all, man. Oh, okay. I thought you had more. Okay. Again, I didn't write that a lot, a lot because even though, I mean, pretty much all you wrote is everything I wrote. So, I mean, straight up, same stuff. Um, my main thing, my main grievance this entire game is just the free throws. Like, I just don't – I don't get the free throw struggles as of late. I just don't. Um, 18 for 30 is just is just not good. 60%, eh, but – it's just not good. I mean, the second half, we were 8 of 15. We were under 60. We were 53% second half. That's just not good, gents. That's just not good. And then, not saying Sam Houston did better. I mean, they were 65%. I mean, that's, again, not too much better. But I just don't – oh, shit, I just saw their three-point percentage. Anyway, <laughs> Sam Houston's three-point percentage was piss poor, 22%. Anyway, um, I just don't understand what the free throw problem has been lately. And that's my main grievance. Other than that, um, a bunch of back doors. Um, man, they just, they were, they were having our number there on the back doors. I mean, they, between them and there was another team that was just killing us with back doors lately. I don't know if it was ACU or if it was Lamar. I mean, just, you have to guard the bucket too. I don't know. Anyway. Um, Oh, Nate had a big block, which was awesome, but then immediately we turned it over, mm-hmm. which, I mean, if we're going to come up with a big, big defensive steal and a defensive play like that, and then whoever it was immediately turns it back over. There was a lot of that tonight, I feel like, too. There was a yeah. lot of, like, good defensive possessions, and then, like, we immediately gave it back over. I don't know what happened there. Oh, and I forgot to mention this. There was literally a turnover on the first possession on both sides of the ball. Like, the, like, our first possession, we turned it over. Yeah. Their first possession, they turned it over. The Bearcats did. And I was just like, damn, this is how this game's going to go. <laughs> and that's kind of how it was. I mean, it was a very close game. The yeah. first half, back and forth. I mean, we go into the half up by one. Up by one. And then come out of the half. And then it was kind of slow going. A li- and then we really – and then we held them for the 18-0 and run, thank God. But then we kind of – you know, let them sneak back in a little bit, but still, I mean, it was for a while there, it was looking like it was going to go back and forth. Yeah. And I was not here for that. (laughs) I was not here for that. I was wanting us to come out, smack them in the mouth, tell them not in our house, sit your ass down, go back to Huntsville, you convicts and quit crying and complaining. But it just didn't happen that first half. Thank God we came out, like I said, and, and kind of turned on the gas a little bit and really kicked it up into high gear. But that first half had me worried. Yeah. It was not. Well, yeah. I mean, when, you, when you're playing Sam Houston and you go into half up by one, that's, that's not good. Too close. Too close for comfort. Too close for comfort. 
Um, anything else? Anything else? Nope, that was it. That was it. Um, decent crowd tonight. Says the official crowd was at forty six thirty one or something. Forty, yeah, forty. Damn, you're good. Couldn't remember. Jesus, so criminy. Literally, I remember that because Dad asked me to look it up when we got there because he said mm-hmm. he's pretty spot on. He was like, it had to be over forty five hundred. Yeah, he was dead on it. I mean, pretty good crowd. Pretty good, but it. <laughs> Not where it should be. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. There there should be a butt in every seat, especially when we're playing Sam Houston, the final game at home, and we're and we're freaking tw- <laughs> You have a team that is 28 and 3, 19 and 1 in the Southland. And you can only get 46,000 in or I'm sorry, 4,600 in and that capacity of that William R. Johnson yeah. is over 7,000. No, 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 no. Now I will say obviously, yes, it's a little bit less because of the tunnel thing, but I don't give a shit. Th- th- those, those butts or those seats should have had a butt in every single seat. Decent crowd, but nowhere where it should have been. I, and my other grievance is, and I love you purple haze, but I don't know why, but they sat down the whole goddamn game. The last couple home games, they were standing up the whole time. And then all of a sudden, this game, they decide to sit down. What is that? I'm not a happy camper right now. Yeah, I wouldn't switch it up on senior day. Why would you switch it up? Why would you Why would you come out? And, and I was so proud of them for standing up and cheering the whole entire game, the past couple home games. I even said that. And I said it to their faces. I said, I'm so proud of you all for standing up and, like, cheering the whole time. Good for you. And then this game, the whole front, all they were all sitting down. What What is that? There were people cheering that are like three times their age louder than they were tonight. Yeah. I just don't get that. That that has me annoyed. And I don't that's that's obviously here nor there, but there's nothing we can do about that now. But I'm just I'm just confused on that one. I don't know what to say there. I don't know. Anyway. All right. So to end us out, uh since I was deader than a doornail yesterday, we did not post and what do you mean picture? Yeah, it slipped by us. It, it only, slipped by me. I was game of the season. I got a lot of other I was I was dead. I I didn't even that was like the last thing on my mind. All I was thinking about was Jesus Christ, don't throw up again. That was all I was thinking about. So uh didn't post one. Oh well, you'll go you'll get one for Katie. It's fine. Um okay, so next weekend is Katie. So to give you guys a little bit of info and update about what is happening event-wise heading into Katie. First off, Jacqueline, what's the ticket situation look like? So the, as the designated SFA section is sold out. However, you can still get tickets. They're all general admission anyway, so but they're just not going to be the SFA section. General right, right, right. So, so, yeah, so you can still get tickets for the game, but they won't be, like, behind our bench. Our bench. So just keep that in mind. Um, whenever you're getting tickets, you can go sit. I mean, let's just purple out the whole damn place. That's fine. Make that whole place our student section or our cheering section or whatever you want to call it, um, which it normally is. Usually yeah. our our fan base travels well to Katie. We don't usually have a problem when it comes to purple in the Merrill Center. We never have. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always a good thing. But if you can come down Friday night, it's a Friday night. And if you're if you're in spring break, there's literally, unless you're off gallivanting in some foreign ass country or off skiing in the freaking Colorado mountains, there's really no reason why you cannot come down to Katie on a Friday night. Just leave early from work if you can. Work some extra hours, come down early, just go straight to the game. There's places, there's plenty of hotels to stay out in town. And while you're at it, just get the hotel for two nights because we're freaking winning this thing. Yeah. And go into Saturday and win in that night too. Knock on wood. Um, so anyway, let me tell you, let us tell you about some events that are happening. Okay. So bring out my email up here so that we can say it correctly. <laughs> so on Friday, March 13th, <clears throat> there will be an SFA alumni tent outside of the Merrill Center from about 3:30 to 4:45. 
because um, that game starts at five. Our game on Friday starts at five o'clock, five o'clock. Get there early. I recommend at least an hour before because that place fills up quick. Telling you right now, like I'm not lying when I say I've been going to the Katie freaking game for years. I know exactly how this works. Get your ass there early. I mean, we're probably not earlier than us because we're going to want to. Well, of course. Yes. Behind the bench like we always do. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So about about four o'clock, four fifteen. But yeah, so the game four fifteen. Four fifteen. Um (laughs) anyway, so stop by the tent, grab your some some SFA swag. I'm sure they're gonna have like pom-poms and who whoever knows. There's gonna have a they're gonna have a bunch of stuff out there. Um, but after the game on Friday, there is, I mean, immediately after the game, there's no like set time, it's just immediately after the game's over. Um, we're having a post-game meetup and a post-game like party celebration thing um, at this at this bar called Scholars and Scoundrels. With I just think that is hilarious. I'm so down for this. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait either. So make sure you come to Scholars and Scoundrels at 1251 Pin Oak Road, Suite 141, Katie, Texas, 77494. Um, if you guys need more information on this, I we can post all this stuff on our Facebook page and on Twitter um, and Instagram too. Yeah, I'll look I'll look them up and post stuff about it. Yeah, y'all know I gotta check out the menu before I well, of course, of course. Before I go there. So that's Friday night, pregame and then postgame meetup. Saturday on the 14th of March, there is a pregame kind of get together at Top Golf. It's called Brunch and Top Golf. Um, again, this is something that SFA alumni is hosting, but d- this doesn't mean that you have to be an alumni to go for the love of heaven's sakes. So, but if you want to partake specifically in the brunch part of it and the pregame stuff, um, you do have to register an RSVP for headcount purposes. Um, and that is at 10 o'clock in the morning, March 14th, um, at the Top Golf in Katy on Memorial Brook Boulevard. Um, so that's from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Uh, brisket breakfast, taco bar, injectable donut holes, unlimited non-alcoholic drinks, reserved area with two hours of play. Um, if you're an adult, $35. If you're a kid, 12 and younger, it's $25. So if you're interested in going to that, even if you don't even want to do the whole top golf thing, if even if you just if you don't even get to the you know the do the RSVP thing in time, I'm sure you could even just go and just come and like get the bay near us or come and hang out. Um, so, but if you want to go and do the whole top golf thing, make sure again that you register an RSVP on the SFA alumni website, $35 for adults, 25 for kids. All right. And that's make sure you do that by Tuesday, March 10th. So you have a few more days. All right. And then of course, before the game, cause the game, um, on Saturday is if we win, which we will, right? Yeah, Game on Saturday is at what 8:30, time? I'm pretty positive. 8.30 at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that will be, yeah, 8.30. And then the SFA Alumni Association will have a 10 outside of that game as well before all SFA games an hour and a half before the game starts. After the championship game on Saturday, which we're most likely going to win, knock on wood, um, there is a post-game meetup at the Marriott Hotel Energy Corridor Lounge where the team is staying, um, which is at 16011 Katy Freeway. Um, and they're also hosting, alumni is hosting that with a smashed potato teeny station and a mm-hmm. cash bar. Um, so come to the Marriott Hotel Energy Corridor Lounge immediately after the game on Saturday. And also random note for you ladies, uh Katie does have a clear bag policy. Oh good. So thank you for mentioning that. Yes. I'll, we can share that. So make sure that you don't walk all the way up there to the door with your purse and get sent back to the car. Because I don't know how many um, times we had to deal with that this season, Jacqueline and I have. So yeah, so um make sure that you do bring your clear bags, ladies, if you don't have a clear bag um, Walmart and Nacogdoches has clear bags. You can order a clear bag offline, um, to literally any clear bag, or even that you can bring a plastic storage bag, or if you don't have a clear bag, you can also do a solid color, small clutch bag. And the dimensions for that are on their website as well. 
Um, but yeah, just get a clear tote. I mean, at Walmart, they literally have small little clutch bags that say SFA on it. That's what I bought for Jacqueline and I. Um, they're little wristlets that say SFA and they're clear. Yeah. I mean, that's all you really need, to be honest with you. So um, so make sure you have that. And then, um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. We'll remind all of you guys about these post-game meetups and these top golf things on Thursday. Uh, hopefully, by then, though, you already have RSVP'd for the top golf stuff. But yeah, if you're going to Katie, you're planning on going to Katie, register for that top golf brunch on Saturday morning. Make sure you have that done by Tuesday, March 10th. You don't want to forget. Jacqueline, have you done that? Yes. In the process. Mm, in the process. In the yes. process. Good. Okay. Because I did mine. All right. Good. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's all we had to say. Yeah. We'll, we'll do another little. Yeah. On Thursday, we're going to do a pre, pre-Katie podcast with the bracket, um, our predictions, March Madness, all the crazy stuff that <sighs> you're expecting us to talk about. Um, and like I said, we'll have a special guest uh, commentator with us during that podcast. So make sure you tune into that on your way down to Katie. It's a good little, yeah, it'll be a good little listen. And you can listen to us on the way to Katie. If you haven't caught up Longhorn Dave. And also is Longhorn Dave going to come? I don't know. I'm about to pop off. Well, we know for sure now because he had asked what time we were going to be playing before we really knew for sure that we had clinched number one. If anything. Um, so now we can let him know. We can message him. We're going to message him and be like, listen, these are the days we're playing. And if you can't make it, at least meet us at the bar after. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or come to Top Golf on Saturday if you can't come to the game. Yeah. Because we're at least doing that for sure. You know? So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Cool. So, man, I'm I'm excited. I'm also anxious and nervous because, again, I'm not going to give anything away, but I looked at the bracket and I'm like, son of a bitch. Yep. It's what I said, though, before we looked at it. I know. Mother of God. All I've got to say. Okay. All right. We're done. We'll wait. We'll wait for it. We'll wait for it. Obviously, if you go check it out and look at it, you'll know why I'm like, sweet baby Jesus, why? Um, <laughs> not pleased. I mean, it's fine, but at the same time, I'm, I'm already getting the fanny flutters and the nervousness in my belly because I'm just, I just get nervous about this kind of crap. I have a problem <laughs> and that problem is caring no, too much. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, I'm nervous too. I know. Okay. All right. We love you guys. Have a good night. Have a good weekend. We will talk to you guys on Thursday. If you guys have any questions or comments or concerns or I mean, anything Lumberjack basketball related, go ahead and shoot us a message and we will cover that on Thursday. All right. Time to go to bed. Axe some jacks. Axe some jacks, baby. Without some jacks. Hey, number one.